Oh, welcome everybody to the All of the Ring podcast, Taylor's version. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's not Taylor's version. It's, I mean, everything is. Thursday Night Football was last night, and it was, I didn't watch that much of it, but I know that she was there, because, yeah, she's somewhere. You can find out. You find out. Uh, anyway, so I'm trying to pull off my second week in a row doing this podcast. It's just me today, which makes it a little easier. Uh, no offense to my wonderful guest last week, Benny, or any of my wonderful guests, Benny or Steve DeSilva. Uh, I believe that's the only guests we've had, but we want more. We're willing to take on more guests. I'm thinking about a, th- a trio at some point, too. Anywho, uh, the last time I pulled off a back-to-back podcast, vidcast, uh, Eric and I did weekly for, as you guys recall, for I think it was the 2019 season. What a wonderful job that was. Uh what a different time that was. Anyway, September 2020 was the last time I did two back-to-back, and uh, that was the first time I did a video cast, and uh, I was in my shed, if you recall. Uh, anyway, so the, today's, we're going to do some, some of the stuff. We're going to do all, all, the, all the stuff you know, you know and love, all the segments. Not all of them, but some of them. We'll start off with our Fantasy Roundup. All right, as we stand right now, Thursday Night Football in the books. The Chiefs beating the Denver Broncos 19-8, to I believe, off the dome. Uh, anyway, in our group, the fantasy group, all for the ring, uh, we have Ian and Josh leading the pack at 4-1. And, one, and uh, Ian's got that number one, stop he's, uh, that number one spot because he's got uh, 70 points on Josh in the points four category. Chomping at their heels, we've got Eric. We love to see Eric up there in the up up there in the top of the standings. He's been uh, pretty low for uh, a long time, a uh, good while, good while. Love to see him up there. Good for you, Eric. And he's uh, got he's at three and two, and he's along with Stevie D at three and two as well. Then it's a quintet of sub five hundred uh, cats taking spots five through nine, myself included. And then we have Miles undefeated since week five in that singular double digit spot. So, uh, some matchups to watch out for this week in our fantasy world are uh, our number one and number two head-to-head. It's Ian versus Josh. A winner-take-all matchup that's going to change the whole outcome of the entire league. Uh, and then there is uh, the lineman du- duel. It's Pat versus Stevie D with Yahoo projecting less than a quarter of a point difference when all is said and done. Obviously, that won't be correct, but... Maybe it will be correct. Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, the thing to look out for for the number one versus number two matchup with Josh and Ian is that Monday night will be the clincher, very likely, with Josh having Keenan Allen and Tony Pollard playing in that vaunted Monday night lineup, which is, of course, the Dallas Cowboys versus the Los Angeles Chargers. I'll talk more about that later on. So let's move on now. That's the fantasy wrap-up. Uh, the pick'em wrap-up, I suppose. I won't even put the graphic up, or will I? Uh, but the Pick'em one right now, Brian won last week. And uh, the only person remaining in our Survivor Challenge who is undefeated is none other than Josh. Well done, Josh. You made it past Pat, and you made it past all of us other guys. Uh, now we're getting into how many losses do you have, because guess how many I have? It's just one that first week. Yeah, undefeated since. Anywho, uh, now moving on to our Do Better. You gotta do better. Uh. Do better. 
This week's Do Better Award goes to the lowest performing team in week five, and that team was CD's Nuts, a.k.a. Patrick. He left George Pickens on the bench, the top-scoring player on his entire roster at 24.6 points. He could have used those points, but they wouldn't have gone the distance. But he wouldn't be talked about right now. I'd be talked about right now because I had the second lowest showing last week. But I'm going to talk about me. Talk about you, Pat. Do better. Now we move on, of course, to the T-Boner watch. You have to step up. Unleash Now looking at the standings, you would say, oh, Miles is going to be on the T-Boner watch yet again. But you would be wrong. Dead wrong. Because the person who's on T-Boner watch this week is Steve Almonte. And you might be wondering, why? Why would Steve Almonte be on the, the T-Boner watch? I'll tell you why. Because he is the sole owner of the lowest points for in that entire category. Now, he's only two and three, so he's one game away from Miles. Red hot, coming off of a win, Miles. So, watch out, Steve. Shape up or ship out. You're playing me this week. You got a good shot. I think you're playing me. I won't check, but I'm pretty sure you're playing me. And uh, if I recall correctly, you don't have a defense right now. But I bet you will. I bet you will. There's still a lot of season left, so will a new name be added to that vaunted trophy? Only time will tell. We'll find out in week 14, end of week 14, Uh, or probably sooner. We don't know. You never know. Anywho, uh, best of luck to you, Steve, and hopefully this gives you that fire to uh, really, really step it up this week, but not against me, against other players after this week. But, you know, maybe against me. Anyway, here's some cool drone footage. These are all uh, shots uh, created by yours, truly. I like to do uh, sort of three moves where you're kind of going. One, you're turning and you're lifting and something like that. So you got, you kind of, oh, you're tilting the camera up as you're turning and you're doing the whole thing. It's, uh, It's a whole world of really cool, really cool things. I'm working on my commercial drone pilot license. Um which will be really cool. Still working on it, Stevie D. I know you've been asking me about that for a while. I am still working on it. Uh, anyway, welcome back from that. Uh, next up, we have Cowboy Corner with Benny. So, your boy Luke asked me to uh, record a spot for this week's podcast it's called the Cowboys Corner or Cowboy Corner. Not really sure what he's landed on, but. Um, he wanted to kind of gauge my feelings as to where I'm at after this uh, past week's wonderful Sunday night drumming of America's team, Dallas Cowboys, to what is arguably, but not really arguably, the best team in football, um, especially after last week, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, they beat us in all three phases of the game. I think the weakest part was probably my estimation. The uh, coaching, play calling was uh, completely abysmal, super conservative, uh, super playing not to lose as opposed to um, fighting to win. Um, You know, the game was kind of fairly even, as even as it could be at halftime. What, 10 zip or 10 7 or 17 7? I honestly forget. It's not a memory I'm trying to kind of latch on to this stage in the game. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, 49ers are a team you got to beat deep, in which we saw they threw that 
uh, I don't know if it was a wheel route or uh, what it was to Cavante Turpin for the only touchdown that we scored, but they took the risk and they beat the 49ers deep. Um, whereas the rest of the game, they were playing, you know, a little, a uh, little conservative, trying to play dink and dunk and playing under the the line to to gain. And you know, there was like a third and five play. I forget at what point. It felt like a pivotal momentum shifting moment where. Uh, they needed five. They threw a crossing route to gain three. Um, you know, for the purposes of what people feel about Dak Prescott, I mean, it's obviously super difficult to defend him. But after kind of sitting back and watching some of the tape, um, you know, the receivers weren't doing anything to help gain separation. Um, I mean, actually, you know, I'm going to find a clip, a, a picture. And I'm going to have Luke put it in right here. I mean, what's he supposed to do? What's, what's, who's that going to have to, who's that going to throw to? He can't throw to anybody because no one was fighting for separation. So it's like instances like that where coaching plays a role. You know, coaching is going to get these guys to dig in the dirt, fight for that extra positioning to give Dak an opportunity to throw the ball. He threw three picks, another tip ball. Um, actually, might have been two tip balls. I again trying to block this game out of my mind, but thanks, Luke, for giving the opportunity to relive my hell. Um, but yeah, you know, a lot of dumb decisions, a lot of dumb situations that played out in that game. Um, I still think we have a lot of talent. We just lost Leighton Vander Esch to IR. We got Rashawn Evans to fill in, former first round pick. I believe he played for the Falcons, maybe the Titans over the course of his career to this point. Um, I think, you know, I think we still got a team. I think there's a lot of season left. And I hope we see the 49ers again. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned, y'all. Thank you to Benny for his contribution this week. Uh, good to hear all of that about the Cowboys. Uh, go boys in uh, Los Angeles on Monday. We know that the Chargers uh, don't have a huge uh, fan base. So the uh, it'll be like a home game. So maybe that'll be to their favor. Maybe not. Anyway, let's move on to Luke's Book Nook. Ah, welcome to the Book Nook. Uh, gentlemen, we are currently, and by we I mean me, uh, I am reading The Stand. I'm about 12 hours in since last week, which is pretty great. Been really chipping away. I, re- I listened to uh, about a 1.25 to 1.5 speed, uh, and it's really great so far. Basically, the general present uh, premise is that it's a pandemic that a pandemic hits the world uh, America first and then the world and uh, it's a real bad one real real bad one and we're kind of following along sort of media reports and you know what the government's doing about it and things like that and it's uh, it's getting pretty dicey out there it's um, it's pretty horrifying disease and uh, takes 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 like think like 99% of the population out so we're we haven't gone terribly far into it well somehow even though it's you know we're probably a quarter through i'm probably a quarter through at this point but really enjoying it very uh very good very enjoyable book so far um and i'm really getting into the the nitty-gritty of the characters and uh one thing that's very cool about stephen king books especially is that a lot of them uh they sort of 
go into Stephen King's universe. And so there's uh, the Dark Tower series, which some of you may have heard of before. It starts with The Gunslinger, um, and on and on it goes. It's about seven, seven and a half, eight books, something like that. And you may say half, but uh, there are smaller versions. There's a little, little like in between. It kind of jumps the timelines, things like that. I've read four of those books so far, and uh, there are there's at least one character that is in this current The Stand, which is very cool. So I'm kind of interested to see how that turns out. And then probably after this go back to the dark tower anywho uh that's this has been luke's book nook thanks for stopping by and now we move on to our key matchups of the week first of all on sunday morning we have the 9 30 london game in tottenham hotspur stadium uh it's the ravens versus the titans at 9 30 a.m both teams coming off of divisional losses with the Titans hoping to head back, head into their week seven by at 500. They're two and three right now, hoping to get that W. While the Ravens hope to bounce back from a tough loss to the Steelers. Uh, then on Sunday in the early window, we've got the Colts versus the Jags, both three, both at three and two at one o'clock. And it's a divisional matchup between that between these young spunky squads, hoping to scrap away for that big victory. Then uh, in the afternoon, we've got the Lions facing the Bucks. Tampa coming off of a bye at three and one, and the Lions riding a three-game win streak at four and one. We'll see who's real and who is not real. There's probably a better way of saying that, but that's that's what I got right now off the top of the dome. And then we have, of course, our Patriots playing the uh, well, not all of our Patriots. What six of us Patriots fans? Not not Benny. Not uh, not uh, how many of us are? Well, anyway, not Benny, not not Josh, and not Ian, uh, but the rest of the gang. Uh, 4:25, the game is, uh, or 4:05, I think it is. Anyway, the Raiders playing 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 the Pats in Vegas, and it can't get worse for the Patriots, can it? Can it? Can it? And then the nightcap on Sunday is a New York clash with the G-Men facing the Bills of Buffalo. And uh, right now, the Bills are a 14.5-point favorite, so don't let us down, Josh Allen. Maybe keep those flubby plays to just like one or two, just kind of fun, silly laterals or whatever. But uh, it seems like they should be taking care of business up in the uh, the windy northern portion of the, of the, the state of, of New York. And then on Monday night, as mentioned earlier, brings us the Cowboys versus the Chargers uh, with Benny speaking at great length about this uh, this matchup a little earlier. And this could be a turning point for Big D. If you look at their wins, they haven't won all against a lot of very good teams. Just saying it. We're here in my backyard. You may be able to see over this underneath over my hand right here, right here like I'm holding it is our outdoor hot tub which is pretty cool. Uh, we I got that for Tiff in, uh, well, I guess it was almost two years ago. It was for Christmas um, of 2021. Yeah, I think it was Christmas of 2021. And we had it all of 2022 and now almost all, well, all of 2023. I have actually built out a whole, uh, um, you know, sort of a whole area over here. I built, I built a fi- privacy wall so our neighbors can't be watching us. And uh yeah, we love it so far. It's been really great. We're, we're, originally, it was going to be a test for whether we wanted to get a full hot tub. I've talked about the hot tub. I've talked about the hot tub. Mm, yes, there was, a, there was a hot tub gag, if I recall correctly, from the episode with uh, Stevie D and with Benny, uh, where there was a lot of uh, innuendo, shall we say. But uh, yeah, so I built out the whole space over there, and we love it. It's great. And Quincy loves it. I feel like she got really comfortable in the water. Uh, it was a very, very big 
help for her to kind of be comfortable with putting her head under the water and kind of just just water water acclimation. Uh, and and since then, it's been great for after we're, after working out, after whatever else, <laughs> working out. Not like lifting weights. I don't do that. But I do have a rowing machine in the basement. So I do uh, I, I do some rowing. I've been trying to do rowing every other day this month. So if my shoulders have gotten markedly bigger since the last time you saw me, that's probably why. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's over there. And we've got this beautiful tree over here. Uh, and then the, the outdoor shower is right over there, kind of on the way back from the hot tub. You hop over to the outdoor shower. You do a little rinse off. You drop the towel off and you head back inside. So uh, yeah. But I look forward to hearing from your news and cues this week, gentlemen. Uh, it will be fun to get, get back into those things, because I think I can probably replicate this kind of setup with more regularity. But we will have to see about that. Well, that's all we've got for this week. Just a quick one. Enjoy the weekend, gents. And as always, don't give out your social security number. Zip it up and zip it out. And keep it sleazy. <laughs>